Hello. Yo. Hey. That's Ryan and a special guest this week, Sludge. Yo. What up? Now, we were getting started off air, and, and Sludge was debating whether or not to talk on his phone or his earbuds. Because uh, he, because he, no, quote, it, it, wait, wait, Ryan, because yeah, quote, I don't want to hold the phone that long. <laughs> and there, so Sludge had two phones, and one was like remarkably different sounding than the other one. Well, no, like the, the first, first one was, one. it was his, he had earbuds. Oh, yeah, right. I, I understand. The, well, not two phones, but two options to, t- to speak on the phone. And the first one, he just sounded... He sounded awful, and uh, the second one, he sounded really good, and he's like, ah, oh, fine, I guess I'll have to hold the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sludge. Even though I'll have Sorry a phone... Sorry to put you out, man. I'll have a phone conversation with him where we'll talk for, like, three hours sometimes. So... Yeah, well, we don't call... Lately, you've been calling more. Like, usually, you're, we're just texting, and that's fine. I'm, I'm happy with that relationship, to be honest with you. But... <laughs> 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 But, but lately, you've been calling a lot more. Like, you do what my brother does. Like, he tries to call me to kill his drive if he's driving somewhere. Like, <laughs> you know, inter- entertain me on this drive. And then when he gets yeah. right to the driveway, he's Later. like... Yeah, because he's got, like, a wife and kids, and I have nothing. So he's like, oh, I got to go. I'm like, okay, later. He just hangs up before I can even say goodbye. Like, he's doing yeah. the drive. You feel very used in that, in that, you know? It's like it's over. And now Abe's doing it. At least that's my brother. But now Abe's doing this now. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's something weird about when I'm when I'm driving now. I just need something else to do. So I'm like, well, who could I call? Sludge is available, don't I you, guess. Don't you just put on Danzig? Well, yeah. No, he, he texts and watches movies and plays games. And, <laughs> <laughs> he must not have a good game right now to be playing while he's driving. That's what it is. Yeah, so I'm like, who could I call? Either Sludge or Bass. And Bass is in this thing right now where he's calling himself, quote, Super Dad. Oh my god! Because he, because uh, he's buying. Like he was, he was. I, I was talking to him the other day, and he was like pulling up to Target, and I'm like, "Man, you're you're always at Target." He's like, "Well, that's what you got to do when you're super dad." Oh boy! Does he does he know what a, does he know what super dad means? Super dad means that you work sixty hours a week, and then you also take care of the kid. You don't just lay around with the kid all day and then buy diapers once a month. That's not super dad. <laughs> And and, well, and and I know Bass isn't here to defend himself, but fuck him for not coming up. <laughs> that's right. Yes, but let's pile on right now for the next seven minutes on Bass. No, um, but it is it is an interesting point to bring up because like you think about people like I just do whatever I want, but if you had a kid, you couldn't, and it's and it, like, you can't just like leave the house and say I'm sure that'll be fine, like a cat. Yeah, like, you, you know, you, you know, like all of a sudden your life completely changes. And I imagine what it's like for base now to have a kid, even though hey, he's got a wife, though, he's got a single dad. But yeah, um, but, but yeah, I, like I wonder. It, it'd be nice to film base when we're not when you guys aren't around, or obviously you're closer to him than I am in the same city. But like to see what he's what's different now with base. Well, nothing. I don't think a whole lot. <laughs> I, I really don't think I don't think much was. I mean, I, I you know I was over there a few weeks ago, and I mean. The only difference was that he was watching TV while holding a bottle, like a baby bottle. <laughs> instead of a remote the, control. Uh, instead of, like, uh, a Capri Sun for himself. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> it's... <laughs> yeah, I actually he's using a baby bottle to drink anything anyway. Yeah, or uh, chances are, DJ's just using his sippy cup. 
Because <laughs> you know Bass spills his like apple juice, so he, he probably does drink out of one of those things. And he'll just yeah. on purpose he throws it on the ground just to make sure it won't break. <laughs> 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 yeah. There's not much different, I can tell you. The only difference, like you said, really, and, and I get it, I get that's why he thinks he's fancies himself super dad, is because now he just can't well, I'm sure he has, but he can't walk out. I'm sure he forgot at some point and did uh, and just left him. Just left the house. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a big fear I have. Like, if I ever do find a woman I can procreate with that wants to hang around me that long. And then, like, uh, like I a couple days ago, I walked out of my apartment, and I walked to work here in Philly, and I was halfway to work, and I had a panic for a second because I wasn't sure if I was wearing pants. What? I just... Because I, I like I'm sitting here in my like boxer briefs right now. So, like, <laughs> I thought maybe I walked out without putting pants on <laughs> And I think if I had a kid, I easily would leave the house and forgot I had a kid maybe for a minute and just leave the house. <laughs> then be in my car like ten miles away going to you know, I don't know, going somewhere and go, Oh oh shit, I have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. First sludge, you'll be the guy who puts the baby on top of the car and then you pull away and the baby's on top. Oh, yeah, and then everybody rips on that guy, including myself. But I, but then I might have this moment of clarity and go, ah, I see what happened. Yeah. <laughs> he just forgot. He's a guy. He just forgot he had a kid for a second. So, Sludge, you obviously don't put a lot of thought into your outfit when you go out, right? At work. <laughs> like, it's not, it's like, like when Ryan, Ryan and I were in New York, and I think he spent oh, 40. Oh, boy, here he's, we go. He spent 45. And, and Ryan was actually a few minutes late. To do, we usually record this on Tuesdays at like 9.15 p.m. Chicago time. <laughs> And we're doing yeah. it early this week at, uh, like, 12 o'clock Chicago time. So Ryan's like, oh, I'm going to need five minutes. So the first thing that flashed in my head was Ryan standing in front of that mirror in New York trying on, like, 13 different outfits that were all the same but different colors. Should I wear purple with this? How about this with this? How about this thong with these jeans? How about these boots with this, this shirt? This thong. What an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? So Ryan, do you always dress for the podcast, Ryan? No, I don't even know where he's getting this. I mean, I, t- <laughs> I told him I was making coffee anyway. I said, I'm, I don't even know why he's thinking of me in front of a mirror. Oh. I was very explicit with what I, why I needed a few minutes. But I was just comparing uh, that to Sludge. Like, Sludge is just laying there in, like, boxer briefs that I'm sure have holes in them, no shirt on. Uh, what, what, are you laying on the couch, <laughs> Sludge, with, like, your legs up? I am laying on the couch, but I do have a shirt on. And the boxer briefs are actually new. They're like striped. It's weird. They come in those four packs where you want like, you know, blue, red, black. And then all of a sudden they put this light blue striped one in there. And I'm like, well, I can't say I just want those three and not the four for the good price at, at Kohl's. I got to buy the stripes there. So now I'm wearing those. But you bring up a point about Ryan dressing. Ryan ruins it for all of us, you know, because he cares about what he looks like. You know, he cares. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I want you say that. Yeah. Well, well it's funny you say that. Yeah. Abe and I were, went to a show at House of Blues, uh, I don't know, last winter or the winter before, and just a simple elevi- elevator ride from the parking garage down to the venue. There were these two chicks in there. or uh, It was a girl and her boyfriend, that's right. And she, Even with her boyfriend, she goes, nice pants. I love your pants. <laughs> and, that guy went, and that guy thought his head was all like cloud bubble came above his head, and he goes, you dick. Yeah, yeah. She, was, yeah and, she was with her boyfriend when she did it to Ryan. Right, yep. And, and uh, yeah, it was just like a three-floor elevator ride, and, you know, I think we commented on, like, something similar where 
That's what happens when you care. Yeah, like that guy just looked like a complete slob. Like he was wearing a uh, like a shirt that said like check out the wild side or something it had like holes in it and you know like weird dress pants that had like a a, a carpenter's loop on them like the carpenter jeans loop like just no no maybe, thought put in his outfit at all or maybe he was wearing a van halen balance shirt like you wear <laughs> <laughs> but you know what you, you the thing is, oh, go well, i was gonna say this i was gonna say that's the thing like see ryan ryan's always dressed like tmz is ready to interview him like, <laughs> oh my god like he's always, and I'm I'm actually jealous of that. I'm ripping on him, but I'm jealous because I went into the my voicemail on my iPhone broke, which doesn't mean anything anymore because only now Abe and my brother called me as we made that clear already <laughs> in the podcast. Well, like no one even talks anymore, so I didn't even use fix it for like two months. But I happen to be right near the Apple Store, uh, and I, so I, I go, oh, I'll go in there and get it fixed while I'm right here. So I go in. And all of a sudden, I feel like I'm in a Maroon 5 video. (laughs) (laughs) Because everybody in an Apple store is impeccably dressed. Like, they look like the mannequins at the store. Like, every outfit is exactly like the mannequin. And their hair, it looks all like it was just done by a salon. They all just came from the salon and the store and bought the outfit that they're wearing. And they all talk, and they all speak perfectly, and they're it's, it's like a Maroon Five video. It looks like it looks and like I, the American Idol Top Twelve, right? Like they're, yeah. they're just all in there dressed <laughs> dressed as, as you know as good as they could possibly look. Meanwhile, I walk in and like two seconds in, I look down to make sure I'm even wearing pants. Yeah, and then I, yeah. And then I move forward to the you know the thing. You know, you know, you know can I, my 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 voicemail broke, and this guy starts saying, <laughs> "Well, did it happen when you did the uh, downloads of the iTunes? Are you backing up there to your C drive?" I go. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, just the voice stuff broke. Can you just fix it real quick? And can we do that? <laughs> and I, I, I thought I was going to rob the place because I was wearing a skull cap and a yeah. backpack. Security alert! Yeah. Security alert! In, in, uh, in Section C, we have a guy in track pants and messed up hair. When you walk in the Apple Store, Flood, you're not, I mean, if you look down and, like, before you noticed everyone, if you had the thought, like, is that puke when you looked down at your shirt? <laughs> like... <laughs> You know you're about to feel like shit when you notice everyone else. Then he realized it was, it, like, it was a SpaghettiO stain from like three days ago. Yeah, it was like swingers when they walk in the party and everybody stops and looks at him. I was like, <laughs> but I was alone, so I had to keep moving. Like I was going to walk back out. I go, I'm not. <laughs> you know, I, you're going to walk out, Sludge. I actually have an idea for what you're talking about. What it was actually for women, but now that you're bringing this up, I think maybe I could expand the company to men. Um, you guys watch Shark Tank, right? That's uh, like my, so before you continue, that is like, I've never watched the show until three months ago. I know it's been on for like six years. And now... I'm the same I'm way, addicted. dude. I'm addicted. I can't stop I, watching every I think I, I resisted Fudge for so long it's because awesome. of Abe. Because Abe... Because <laughs> I like um, it. Anytime he had a thought, like even, even a thought that wasn't a company, just some idea. Like, hey, we should... Uh, you know, put this on this sandwich, it would immediately be followed with, I should take that to Shark Tank. <laughs> and, <laughs> and like, it just got so tight. For a while, I swear to I'm not kidding. The only discernible path to success Abe had in his head for anything <laughs> was going on Shark Tank. I got to get on Shark Tank. I got to get on Shark Tank. We got to get on Shark Tank. Um, so I stopped, I didn't watch it for a long time, but Sludge, I'm, I am with you. A hundred percent. I've recently started watching it. Just like three, four months, and I love it. Did you guys yeah, watch I, it last I, night? No. I did. I saw the walk-off. 
Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, there was a guy there. He, he had an app for like, it was actually a good idea for scholarships. But so the reason why I bring this up is because Lori Grenier on that show, I would consider her as someone who has reached 100% of peak hotness for what that pellet could offer. Like, for instance, for instance, Kristen Stewart, you know, from uh, uh, Twilight, she's at about 15% peak hotness. Like, she'll walk outside with a garbage bag on, like... And do, like, a snot rock, blow a snot rocket. Yeah, she'll have snot running down her face. She'll be wearing flip-flops. Lori Grenier didn't have much to work with, and she took that and got to 100% peak hotness. Because... She looks decent for what she had to work with. She looks as good as she could possibly look. Do you guys agree with that? I w- yeah, I'll give you that for sure. Sure, sure. So well, I want- I've never seen her. I've never seen her in boxer shorts, but yeah, sure. <laughs> if if you just you, you picture her like wearing you know like mom jeans and you know the normal and her hair in a ponytail, she'd probably she wouldn't look that good. But I think she's at maximum hotness of what she could possibly bring. So yeah. I want to open up an agency, and I'm not even joking, this is serious, where we take people and get them to peak hotness. And I was originally going to do it just for women, but now I might start it out with sludge and do and have men do this too. Because... Dave, you know those, those places exist. Yeah, but it's not called peak hotness, so like you don't know exactly what you're getting into. I'm telling you right, <laughs> right when you walk in, oh, I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you exactly uh-huh. as far as I could get you. Lori Grenier is a good example. Kristen Stewart is an example of someone not reaching her full potential. Abe, I, I don't... I, it, hold on. Hear me out. So maybe you can chime in here. There are times oh, when I, I think... Uh, here's the thing. Abe, I, I have some thoughts on uh, space travel, right? Like On like where I would like to take a rocket ship and some things I would like to look at. But I don't... I, I have never done that. That is not within my... my scope I, I i guess i'm just confused uh, as to like where you are qualified for this because <laughs> <laughs> I, I i'll use you, you, Abe, there's a difference there's a difference between what you think you can do and what you can do i could take sludge right now take him to a barber shop get him the right uh you know the right facial hair the right outfit fitted properly and i could get sludge to peak hotness Ryan, you're, 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 see, see, Ryan's already at peak hotness. <laughs> so there's not much I can do with him. But Sludge. Well, Ryan, well, well, Ryan knows. Wait, wait. Now, you know that I do have a get laid outfit. Yeah. That is probably the best I can look. That's the best you think you could look. See, Ryan, actually, let, let, me, let me go back two steps. Sludge, sometimes Ryan will roll in with like pink eye, his glasses on. A sleeveless shirt, like weird pants that make his like legs look like uh, just weird. Like sometimes he'll roll in with a weird outfit, right? So I would use that as the before picture, and then I would take Ryan at his peak hotness, like when we were in New York. So I would use Ryan as an example. I'd say, "Here, this is this." Yeah, is, but you this. didn't do that. You didn't do that. Right. Ryan did that. But it no, doesn't Abe, matter. Abe, all you're doing, all you're doing, Abe, is demonstrating um, an <laughs> understanding. You're saying yeah. yes. The visual that someone else did looks better than this when before they tried. Like you have not yet. Uh, what I, I don't know. Tell? It's hard to explain. Like Abe, you but haven't no, I can, done I, it. I can explain. You've I only you've only agreed with it. Like you're like you're like a guy who sits at a bar at the end and looks at hot chicks walk in and go, uh, I, I did that. 
Oh, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be all over that. All fours on that one. No, not on that one. But Those Sludge, guys, Sludge, Sludge is the perfect candidate to walk into my agency. <laughs> Why is that? Because you, what you think is your peak hotness isn't correct. I could take you to the next level. <laughs> this is ridiculous. No, I'm serious. Then I want to hear that. Then I want to hear that. I well, want to hear. That. Well, if you want to get into the, I mean, if you want to join me, then I could get you to that level, and that's what I'm going to tell my clients: get Sludge in the right facial hair, get him in the right outfit. What is the right facial? Oh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> what is the right one? It's when someone else does it, and you either go, "Yeah, that's good," or "No, that's not." But the fact of the matter is, you're not designing Sludge. <laughs> Right, and why wouldn't I know that a Fu Manchu wouldn't be right for me? Well, that, that's not where I'm taking you. See, that's a, the problem, is that I, I, you'll come in for the consultant, uh, the, uh, what do they call it, Ryan? The uh, Consultation. Consultation, the consultant. God. <laughs> I, need to read, I need to start reading dictionaries, like, daily. Yeah. I need to be one of those more, like, remember Rocky, every day he would learn a new word? Hey, Adrian, today I learned a new word. I need to do that every day for the rest of my life. Learn a new word every day and memorize it. Um <laughs> So I bring Sludge in for the consultation. I'll say, okay, Sludge, number one, you're wearing the wrong jeans for your figure. You're not wearing the right shirts. You're, what's up with the hair? Let me get your hair Let me get your hair into this. Let me get you in the right facial hair. But how do you, you know more than me? Because I'm the one with the agency. You're the guy laying on the couch in boxer briefs. But if I, you don't have an agency. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's your background? It doesn't matter. Exactly. I want to know. I want to. If we're doing the Shark Tank thing, I want to know. You know, what's your plan is for this for the future? Right. How are you going to get more business? How okay. are you going to do this? Let me, let me give you an example. If I if I bought a radio station, Sludge and Ryan yeah. have never been program directors. Or have you Sludge? Kind of, but not really. Okay, Sludge. Okay, let me use Ryan as an example. Then Ryan has never been a program director, but I would hire Ryan to run a station over. All the guy, all the buffoons who currently run stations, right? So, okay, Ryan's never done that job, but I know that he could do it. Now, with me, fashion's one of my things. I could look at someone and I could say, "Oh, Ryan, I talk about it all the time, and you, you even agree with me a lot of the time with wrestlers." Dave, I'm like, there is, "Oh, he's Dave, listen. There's a difference. I, I have, <laughs> I have done worked in radio for, for my for my entire adult career. Like, okay, I have Ryan, if I wrote a TV show, I'd hire you as a writer. You've never been a writer for a TV show." Sludge, I'd hire you to write my TV show. You've never done it. Why? Because I know you could do the job. But, but Abe, you know that I'm. A, you know that I write other things. <laughs> like I, I'm. You know that I'm a writer. I have never seen you design someone's wardrobe or their look. You leave the house in jeans and a black T-shirt. I, <laughs> I like this. Abe. I think I like this. And I, if you want to explore this, I think you should. But you're putting the cart before the horse. Well, why do I? Know? But, but I'm not. Even, but who's to say that I'm the one making all the decisions? I'm going to hire, uh, you know, fashion consultants and everything else. Oh. Well, then there goes your whole bit, because you said you're the one that can make everybody make somebody better. Well, I'm the CEO, they, they, so they run it past me at the end. They're like, hey, boy, it's like a millionaire matchmaker. That What's that slob's name, Patty? What's it, Patty something? Who run, That show is millionaire matchmaker? They always know. they always run everything by her at the end, but so, like all the... So you're going you're gonna to feel like when you go to the dentist's office... And the hygienist does all the work, and then the dentist walks in and goes like, "Yeah, everything's good here." I'm yeah, because I'll make I'll make those there. final adjustments. I'll, I'll I'll check out your inseam and I'll check out your waist and everything else. Okay, really? Okay, <laughs> all right. But, but here's the other issue: you just said like if Ryan, I would make Ryan a program director because I know he would do well. Who is saying that about you with fashion? <laughs> <laughs> 
Because I, I, I've seen it before, guys. I've said even, oh, that girl should not be wearing a sleeveless shirt because she has dinner lady arms. Or that woman shouldn't be doing this or that. That woman shouldn't should always right. have her hair down. She should never put her hair up. These are all things now, I've when noticed. That, when you said that, who was the person around you that said, you know, Abe, you should be a fashion consultant? Well, Ryan always agrees with me. Oh, it's a good good call, Abe. He always says, and he it gives is, me five. But, but, like this. It, yeah, that's what happened. And here's the, the thing. Uh, that thought process, Abe, is not unique to you. Uh, I would say a good 85 to 90% of people go through life looking at someone and saying, ooh, I, I don't know that I would wear that color. Or, oh, God, that haircut, rough. Uh, so it's not like you're breaking the mold with these thoughts. You're simply the only asshole thing. But guys, Ryan, will you admit that? that I, <laughs> will you admit that I'm a good uh, observational person? Like I, I observe things, and I, I can have an interesting take on on things that other people I, normally I, wouldn't have. One hundred percent. You're you're by far the best observationalist I know. Okay. Uh, sometimes it gets a little carried away, but um, <laughs> just because you have thoughts on, and even if they're correct thoughts on on what someone looks like. That still doesn't qualify you to fix them. Let me give you an example, right? I mean, a lot of okay. men who have breasts, <laughs> they wear those, yeah. dr- I call them breast shirts, those dress yeah. t-shirts. They're like, what's the material? Sludge, I, Sludge, I've seen you wear a shirt like that before. It's like, a, it's almost like, it's almost like, like it's almost like Under Armour, but it's like a dress t-shirt. Yes, I wear Under Armour t-shirts. That's what I wear. No, no but no, Sludge, I I've, haven't you worn something like that before, like as a dress shirt, like back in the day? Uh, I, I like a, a, a tighter black t-shirt, maybe to be underneath something else, but I don't recall this exactly, but I'll, I'll, I'll do what Ryan does when he's walking with you to make comments. I'll just say yes. So you move on with your point. <laughs> no, but Ryan, what, what, what's the material? Cause you know exactly what I'm talking it's, about. It's either like, um, like a rayon or like some synthetic blend where there's a little, a little like polyester. Yeah. Uh, it, it's that like, must all, it's my, not, that must've been during my affliction phase. It's not quite fan. <laughs> It's not quite spandex, but it's it's not uh, it's not just cotton. Yeah, and there's a lot of like forty to fifty nine year old men who wear these shirts as like a dress shirt, and they all have these goose breasts, and the breasts it's like just Simon Cowell. Yeah, like Simon Cowell. Only Simon Cowell's in way better shape than them, and right. and he looks bad in those shirts. So there's a lot of men. The minute they walk in with that shirt, I would just rip it off them like Hulk Hogan and publicly embarrass them in front of all my stylists. I'd say, get him in the back right now. Let's get on this. Mm-hmm. So coming to your agency is like going to Piper's Pit, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'll hit him in the head with like a coconut. A woman, wa- a, wo- a woman walks in and you rip off her clothes and hit her with a chair over the head. <laughs> <laughs> get her in the back. <laughs> Clear all my appointments. <laughs> All right, what, what? I got you. Abe. Yeah, yeah. No, this is well, well, listen, as 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 a, as a smart investor. Um, I've heard enough, but you're, there's nothing proprietary about your business. You've proven no sales. Your equity <laughs> the asking price is way too high. I'm out. Could you imagine, uh, Sludge, me going on Shark Tank and telling Lori Grenier that I feel like she's hit peak hotness for what she has to work with? <laughs> <laughs> And they're asking for all of like all of this stuff, you know, that that they need uh, from a business standpoint. Like, well, let's see your numbers. What you know? What's your uh, marketing margin? Uh, you have a portfolio, and Abe just keeps 
Well, no, but, but, okay, look, I'll give you an example. You know, uh, uh, let's say Susan Boyle, right? I think she looks like garbage, okay? Like, and they just keep saying, well, what's your profitability? Yeah, but, like, you know, like, she should never wear that flower pattern. Okay. Get him out of here. And then they say, well, well Abe, Abe, tell us how you plan on raising money. He goes, well, I plan, Mr. Wonderful. On you state horsing me $100,000, I'm going to go play poker in Hampton, Indiana, and I will score. I mean, one of these days I'm going to hit it. Well, Abe, how much debt do you have? Um, well, okay, if you give me money, I won't have debt. I'm like, so, I'm like, are you talking about student loan debt or company debt? Yeah. They're like, get him the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then I tell Mark, I'm like, Mark, you're not just getting 100% hot in this agency. You're also getting clean bathrooms. You're getting all my other ideas. You're getting me. And I'll give you first cut on, I'll give you like the first dibs on any idea I come up with. And then, ladies and gentlemen, go ahead, Fudge. Well, I was like, Cuban would jump in and go like, hey, hey, I hear you. Uh, five minutes alone, I'd be, you'd be driving me nuts. I'm out. I'm sorry. But good luck. But good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to do too much work. Uh, I'm out. And then I'm like, come yeah. on, Damon. Come on, man. Come on, you and I, Damon. Come on. I'm I out. I like the things that you're saying. I like the things that you're saying a lot, but I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, David, would, David would say, he'd go, Abe, uh, I don't know how I can help you here. This really isn't my business. And then he'd say, oh, shoot, you did boo-boo. Dude, you, this is our business. I'm out. Dave, I'm out. out. And he starts I'm screaming out. he's out. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> That's funny. Well, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll do well, yeah, luck, this so. one venture I'll do on my own. Let me ask you guys this. How's the friendship between you two gentlemen? Because you guys used to be as close as peas and carrots. And uh, yep. it seems like you only get together now when I bring when I like drag you together like two kids who hate each other like t- uh, Tyler and Aiden, which is my least favorite name by the way. Aiden, Aiden and Tyler, you two are gonna play together. You understand? And they're singing the corner. Eventually, they start. You know, he, Aiden realizes that Tyler has like a, a Wolverine claw on, and he also likes Wolverine. <laughs> and they start playing. So, <laughs> so what 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 is the latest on the Sludge Ryan friendship? I think you. I think you hit it on the head, though. I mean, yeah, we probably only get together at this point uh, when you're the common thread. But before I go, and this is this has nothing to do with with sludge. Um, I think what happens, and I found this, and I think most people listening who have grown up and that are adults, like your, your circle gets smaller as you progress in life, and most. And Abe, I promise, I, this is the last thing. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to bury you here. But most well-adjusted adults that I know don't ask me about the strength of my friendship with somebody. I, I have never met someone. Literally once a week, Abe will ask me like, "Where where would you rank this person in your friend list?" Uh, that's such a classic question. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Sludge is the type of friend who I know that I could talk, not talk to him for six months. I could not talk to him for, for six years, and nothing would really change. Yeah, like you fall like, right it, back into it, like riding a bike. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and so, I, don't live, I don't live in the same city with you guys anymore, and... Uh, like I don't, I, I like if I can't see myself doing this. Like, like if this is we're taping the show now, and I, it's like Saturday at two or something, and I'm going like, oh, you know what? I'm going to call Ryan and see what he's been up to. 
<laughs> like, I don't, right. I don't, like, I don't think that's going to happen. But, but yeah. no, because otherwise, I've moved in a lot of cities. I have, I have, now, you guys are closer friends than other people that I, you know, whatever, that round down the way, you know, you, as you rate your friends, <laughs> but I'm going down all the time. But, I mean, I, me and Ryan, we did, used to hang out a lot. Like, if he was doing something in Chicago, I would come out to it. When he was DJing at that bar over on the west side, I can't remember the name of the joint. Yeah, and, uh, uh, enjoy. <clears throat> yeah. And whatever, he'd come out to my things. We saw. We obviously worked in the same building. But I don't consider him less of a friend because we don't talk. Uh, like, I can't, think of, I, can't, I can't think of the last time we talked. It was probably the podcast, like, whenever last time I did it. Yeah. So things are as strong as ever. Bit, but not... Whereas some friendships like Sludge, I assume like your friendship with bass, it's not like riding a bike. It's like doing trigonometry. Like you forgot everything. <laughs> I actually texted with bass the other day about something. I can't remember what it was. He texted me and then I texted him back. So I mean, that's it. Like, I don't, I don't want to talk on the phone. That's why I just tried to use the earbud to do this podcast. I don't want to be on the phone really at all. And and but, I uh, swear to God, dude, I, I, not only am I the, am I the same, but I, if I ever even have the thought, you know what? I wonder what Sludge is up to. I, I I miss that dude. I should call him. And then I think, nah, he doesn't want to talk on the phone. Because I I mean it's I think about me and I'm like, if someone called me right now, I would be pissed. Oh yeah, like I, I don't answer the phone unless it's one of you two guys. Or yeah. maybe like bass or Sam. Very few people where I'll pick up my friend Joe. Like, there's very few friends I would actually be like, "Oh, hey, what's up?" Because usually yeah. I me- I'll never answer the phone. It goes right to voicemail, and then I'll send back a text that says, "Oh, I was in a meeting. What's up?" Even though I'm in no meetings yeah. ever. Like, why would I yeah, ever be in a meeting? Sunday at eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> I'm, in a, I'm in a meeting. I can actually tell you. <laughs> I'm in a movie eating. <laughs> Oh, uh, my hands are full of salad dressing. I can't answer. I I can actually tell you recently that somebody I haven't talked to in a while, the phone rang, and I was uh, in in the middle of a bunch of stuff. And I don't know why this cloud, this wrong judgment came over me, but I picked it up. And I I easily could, I should have just waited and put it to voicemail, and I could have texted him later, like like we all do it on podcast. Oh, yeah, what's up? Sorry, I I was making a salad. I was, in the middle, I was in the middle of making a tuna fish sandwich. Um, <laughs> my hands were all gross. But I did pick it up. And then what ensued was a 25-minute conversation that I was looking for every angle to get out of <laughs> every couple seconds. And then when I got out of it, it ruined my day because I regretted picking up the phone. I kept thinking about why did I waste that 25 minutes just to catch up with that random person that I haven't talked to in like a year. And it ruined my entire day because I hated myself for picking up the phone. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, Sludge, it's Billy from the South Side. You remember me, right? I came out to your promotion a couple times. What's up, bro? What's new? <laughs> Sludge, when you see a number like that, and this goes for you too, Ryan, doesn't panic come over you immediately? Like, what the fuck do they want? Like, somebody yeah, you don't talk... Is, my first thought is always, and I mean 100% of the time, oh, they, that must be a pocket dial, or they must be... Like, I never think that they're actually calling me. See, I get panicked because, like, when we did that, we did that loop thing. Uh, we were on the loop a couple weeks ago for the whole week. Just random people leave me voicemails. Hey, what's up, bro? What's going on, man? Hey, keep me in mind for this or that. Like, so, like, with the minute I see those those numbers coming in, I'm like, fuck. Oh, what does he want? Yuck, yucky. 
<laughs> I want nothing to do with this one or that one. Like, I'm right. Pretty much anyone I'm talking to now is pretty much all I could handle talking to for the rest of my life, I think. Like, exactly. I'm, not, I'm not ready to bring anyone else into the fold. That's what I mean when I say as you get older, your circle gets smaller. Like, I am, I am set. I am good. I have... As, as Lori has reached her peak hotness, like, I, my deck is full. <laughs> I have every, every uh, attribute is maxed out. Like, we're, I'm good. But I don't know if it's you know, like, I don't know if you said this, if it's growing older, this is what happened. Because I used to, like, want to, everybody that I meet, I'm like, cool, that's a new friend. That's right. a new friend, right? If I talk to somebody for two minutes, cool, that's a new friend. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't say that out loud or didn't actually think that, but I'm just saying, like, that, that, that's somebody there I can maybe call and say, I'm in a pinch that I feel like drinking. I'll say, yeah. hey, you want to go to the, watch Monday Night Football and get some weight? Cool. I have somebody to do that with now. Now, yeah. I, I don't not only have those people, I, I resist anybody asking me to do that, and I, yeah. don't wanna, I, I just want things to happen whatever organically if I'm going to do something. Only it's like being very selfish, I guess. I only I want control of everything, like the dark side of the force. Like I'll, I'll be able yeah. to handle it all <laughs> when I when I want it. When I want to be yep. pleased. Yes, dude. Well, well said. Here, here's another one. Even beyond, like even not friendship um, level. This week, I, I ended up talking to some guy who worked for Hickory Farms. <laughs> it was like completely like random, right? And, um. <clears throat> He, Dude, he, we have these new casings, he, man. They're amazing, man. Holds the meat in there tight. He was a very, he was a very, very uh, nice dude. He was, he was smart. He was like, intel, you know, he he put off a good vibe. Like he was, he was. It wasn't unenjoyable to talk to him. And when we left, he gave me his card, and he was like, oh. "Anytime you want to come out and check it out, you know, feel free." No, like ten, fifteen years ago, I would have thought, "All right, I'm gonna, I'll keep this guy's number." Who knows? I mean, maybe. We'll swing out there. This could be like could turn into some whatever. Like it could turn into a a, a, a bit like either a sales lead for the radio station or yeah. a sponsorship or whatever. I would have explored that in some way, or at least followed up with an email or a, a text and been like, "Hey, nice to meet you." I immediately threw that card in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate anyone who gives you a card, especially in 2015. There's no reason anymore to carry around cards. Like, you could just give me your number, I'll store it in my phone. I don't like the card guy who always like, Whoa, here's my card. Oh, do you have a card, feel, bro? You always, you, you always have to then uh, come up with a reason why you don't have a card. You know, like, oh, I don't. Oh, I just, God. you know what I say, Ryan? Oh, I don't believe in it. <laughs> I don't I don't believe in cards. Well, I think it's that's, dumb. That's, right, but I, I'm saying in that moment when the guy hands you a card, you're not going to go, I don't believe in this, and then give it back to them. <laughs> I'm saying in that moment, you have to then scramble to go, uh, well, I don't have a card on me, but I'll, you know, I'll send you something so you have my number. Uh, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's a card, the card thing, especially when it's one way, is awkward. Oh, well, then, yeah, because then when you say that, Ryan, they instantly think you don't want them to have your number. Of course. Or anyway, you have or to, anyway yes. to get a hold of you. And honestly, I don't, I've been here over three years, I don't have cards, and everybody else asked for them, and I didn't. I don't want cards. And, and instantly when you say that, they give you this kind of like, there's this look in their eyes of defeat. Yeah. Like, they, they didn't get your number because they didn't give you the card. And I'll be like, here, write, favor. write down my website, and if you, if you spend 10 minutes on my website, you could probably try to find a way to email me off my <laughs> website. I want you to go yeah, through that kind of pain to get in, in contact with me. 
It's like not high-fiving somebody. It's not giving a card back when they give you a <laughs> card. It's not high-fiving. You're leaving them hanging? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I get it. If you're a sales guy, fine. I get it. But if you're like, you know, hey, uh, you know, I, I do a little... Uh, this and that, and they give you a card that says, like, Master of Ceremonies or something. <laughs> like, I don't want your card. <laughs> Just look me up on Facebook or something. And what's with the people? Like, do you guys have... Well, I know you don't use it, Ryan, but, like, Facebook Messenger. It's basically like... Oh, God, It's no. basically like texting. So people okay. will send me messages on Facebook Messenger. I'll, I'll reply to them. And and then, like, it's like, God, like if it's a girl or something, right, you, you obviously want to move things to the texting. Like, <laughs> have a real conversation, I guess. But sure. if it's just some random guy... And he's like, oh, uh, why don't you give me your number and I'll text it to you. I'm like, dude, I just replied to you in a nanosecond on your Facebook message. Why do you also need my regular number? Like, right. can I have some separation of like family and friends and then every, or not even family and friends. There's some people who I just, there's no reason to ever get their number at this point. Because if the way yeah, I contact, really? what's that sludge? Well, I was going to say, like, this, is, this is a decent example. This is, you're gonna, this is, I'm setting myself up to be destroyed here, okay, but I went in the elevator to our building, uh, this happened, I don't know, a couple months ago, and there was this hot chick in there, a tall, hot chick. Our elevator ride is nine floors. It's, I guess it's less than 15 seconds. I get in there with her, I go, I, you know, whoa, I said something to her, I can't remember, like, hi, and and <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember how I yeah. said it, but whatever. <laughs> I, I eased it, no, but it was, like, it was like a speed dating thing. I eased into it, literally 15 seconds on the floor with this chick, and I saw where she, all I did was look what floor she was going to, which was one hours in our building. I didn't even get her name. I just said something and she laughed. I remember that. And then she was hot. So I, instantly I go out of work and I start Googling what is in our <laughs> building. What floor is in our, our building? And the only floor was I found her business. Then I said, okay, cool. I went to the website. Jesus Christ! This is creepy as fuck. This isn't even. I'm not even done yet. Oh so God! We, we get to this thing. I find the thing. Her business had everybody that works there on it. I looked through it, but the pictures were really small and they didn't blow up. And there was three girls that looked like the girl on the elevator, kind of. <laughs> so I took a shot. And I took the one I thought was the closest and got her email. And I emailed her and I just said something like. Hey, yo, we're just on the elevator together. What the fuck? Dude, it gets better. So then, it turns out it was her. And she said, yeah, nice meeting you. Blah, blah, blah. Sent a few emails back. I said, oh, maybe get coffee sometimes. Wow. I don't even drink coffee, okay? But I said, maybe get coffee. She goes, I have a boyfriend, but sure. So, yeah. (laughs) So then I do meet her for coffee. Oh, God. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, I okay. go meet her, and I drank tea. Of course, she drank coffee. She was actually pretty awesome. We had a great convo, blah, 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 and then for about an hour, then she goes, okay, well, whatever, we walk away. Not to the point where I was going to kiss her goodbye, but she said, okay, cool, we'll look for this again sometime, and then she walked away. Now, I haven't followed up on that since because of the boyfriend thing. I think I left that shit. I figured she was putting me on deck. If the boyfriend, her current boyfriend doesn't work out. So basically, she put me on deck. I showed her enough interest. My point in all this thing, besides that you look like a creeper, creeper level 10, is that I don't need your card. I'll find you if I want. <laughs> yes. Yes. Now, Sludge, yes. did she work for your radio company? 
No, no, she works in the building for um, uh, a thing, some business thing. How did you go about finding her then? You must be like a creep. Dude, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, stop. I have two things before you, before you say this. Sludge, I, I, first of all, getting past that initial sense of creepiness, I give you 100% props on the way you did that. Yeah. And, and um, I, I think if you can get out of your own head, not just you, Sludge, anyone, if you get out of your own head when it comes to this stuff, I think you're going to find, and this is why that, that woman met you, it's impressive. And it's impressive to, to the per. You've crossed the point of making them go, what the fuck? How did he find me? <laughs> to, to like, oh, dang. I mean... It's almost a compliment, you know, that, that you yeah. you put in a little effort. Clearly, you put in effort. Um, yeah, and, yes, and, a lot. And effort is appreciated. Um, of course, effort can become creepy, but you did, what you did was, was gentlemanly and, like, pretty impressive. Um, and, yes, I love the process of, of like, finding... Uh, something like that, and, and I'm I'm with you 100. percent If I want to contact you, I guarantee I can find you, and I I respect the, the shit out of that. Um, yeah, so when Abe said, "Fudge, how did you go about finding her?" Like, it, even Fudge, even if I wasn't in that elevator right now, I bet you I could. I bet you just based <laughs> on what you told me, I could find I could find her. Just just the little information that you have given us, I guarantee you, I could get damn close to finding that woman. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and I'm telling you, it didn't take me more than about seven minutes to yeah. find her email. It did, and, and I didn't know her name. I didn't know where she worked. I, mean, I knew the building she worked in, but there's other things on that floor. So uh, I'll tell you what. Actually, when we hang up, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just give me like 15 minutes, and I'm going to send both of you guys a message. And I want, Fudge, I want you to tell me if I'm close. <laughs> now, Abe, this would be a great thing to the Shark Tank. This would be a great game show. Can you find Maybe. her or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Stalker. <laughs> it's called Stalker. <laughs> but it's but called it's, Stalker. It's going to be cool, and it's going to be an, like, it, it, be an app or going to be cool, like a cool startup. It's got to be like S-T-K-R. Like it's got, it can't be called Stalker. Like it's just got to, it's got to look sleek. Yeah, like S T A L, like stalk, and then her well, is like big in black letters. Stalk her. <laughs> no, Abe, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying it's, it can't be that. I'm saying like, uh, you know, your favorite app, Grinder. Abe, like they take out, take, they take out the e. Wait, for people who don't know, uh, that's yeah. isn't that that's the the gay app, right? Where just gay guys. It's hook a gay up. hookup app. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you gotta, you can't like put the word stalk. In like this cool startup, it's got to just be like. How about find her? It's still find too, it's still too much. I don't know. S T K R. Everyone who's on it knows what it means. And oh yeah, sticker. Yep. Stalker sticker, whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter. Anyway, that's beside the point. That's pretty impressive, Sludge. Oh. Though it is, but I don't understand how you were able to do that because you said, "Oh, I, well, I guess you said there's only one place in the floor above you, right?" Well, there was a couple places, but from what she's, I mean, literally, 15 seconds in the elevator with this girl. So didn't know her name or where she worked. There's there only a couple places she could have worked up there. And by, she was dressed real nice. I figured she was in sales. The other place wasn't like that. So I just, I, I, literally, it took seven minutes of Googling to get to her email, at least to take a shot at that email. 
and then it was and then it was right. And then uh, like a week later, we were having coffee at Starbucks. This reminds me, Sludge of um, Sludge and I went to Orlando for WrestleMania the year where uh, Shawn Michaels <laughs> ended Ric Flair's career. And mm-hmm. we did the morning show. We were up all night. We didn't sleep. And we took a plane right to Orlando. So we get on this little shitty plane. I'm sitting. Um, it was one of those small planes where there's like one seat on the left and like two on the right. Something like that. So I'm on the seat by myself. I instantly fall asleep. Sludge is super tired, but there's a really attractive girl sitting next to him. So he has a conversation with her for two hours. I hear the beginning of it. Oh, she was totally like 100% into him, right? She worked for some makeup line. She's like, oh, I'll get you samples, this and that, blah, blah, blah. They're talking forever, right? And I'm like, man, Sludge is going to make this happen. So as I'm waking up, the captain's like, please put your seatbelts back on. We're preparing for landing. As this is a two-hour conversation with Sludge, right? I, I had the greatest night sleep ever on a plane ever in my life. <laughs> I, I woke up like completely refreshed, like, <sighs> and I look over. Sludge is like, I'm like, yeah, I'm giving him the thumbs up. Then I hear, oh, uh, I can't wait. My Navy SEAL husband's about to pick me up. I can't wait to see him. I haven't seen him in oh. three months. That's, that's exactly an accurate story. And <laughs> she said, as I was waking up, I heard her mention her Navy SEAL husband. So Sludge wasted two and a half hours of time where he could have been sleeping. Because we had to do like a broad, we had to we had a whole day planned. So that was the only time we could sleep for those two hours. And he put that time in to trying to get laid. And it turned out that she was just, I don't, I don't know if she was using him just to make the, the time go by quicker or, or what the deal was. Yeah, she she pulled an Abe or my brother. She wanted to use me for the time for the entertainment value of me <laughs> to kill the flesh. No, but the thing was, you know, when you're having a just like and and, and Ryan knows this too. Is is that we're talking about just finding you know how, how I did with that chick there is like not getting too aggressive early, having natural conversation. I didn't I, and I posed questions where that answer could have come up. You know, you try to figure right. out like the boyfriend or husband thing or whatever, and. You know, like me and Abe used to say when we'd go out is we'd sometimes make a joke out of it of how a girl could work in boyfriend in the second second just oh, to yeah. just go away. Yeah. Like, like you're, you're asking her about, like, so what are you guys doing out? Uh, well, I went to the grocery store with my husband earlier. Wait, what? <laughs> what yeah. I'm asking. But they worked it in so you would just go away. And yep. this, girl, this girl had plenty of opportunity to make me quiet or go away. Uh, at any point, she could have brought up some of the things we're talking about, a husband or boyfriend, let yeah. alone the guy that could kill me with his index finger. <laughs> Her husband was like the guy from American Sniper or something. Yeah. I think that answer was, I said, so are, are you, uh, you know, something like about what you're doing after the flight. Not that you're like going to a room or something. You, just, <laughs> you know, like, you know, what are you doing, doing the after the flight? <laughs> She's like, well, I'm going to have a, com- a conversation with another moron on the uh, train ride to my room. <laughs> another long uh, conversation the- with an idiot who should be getting some sleep. And the funny thing was, is we were sitting in the waiting area before we went on the plane, and me and Abel, you know, just sitting there, and that's when we saw the chick, and, saw, and she was like, you know, so hot, she stood out above the rest, top of the pack there. She, she, had a, she was... 100% delivering her hotness with her outfit, as Abe would say. And <laughs> Peak all of a sudden, all of a sudden, she ends up next to me. And I look at Abe like, see, I got punished by karma because I gave it to Abe like, 
ha, ha. Yeah. He's like, not you, you fuck stick. Yeah, I'm like, no! Said, this sucks! I wanted that seat. <laughs> like, it was that yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So karma, karma screwed me on that one, because I was mean to Abe for saying she was next to me, and he's like, all miserable. Oh, I'll just go to bed then. And instead, he got the better nap, and I got nothing. <laughs> I mean, I, that visual, that's what I was going to say. That, that, that visual... Of, like, Abe waking up just fresh and, like, all, you know, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, looking over at Sludge, who just put in... It looked like he just wrestled an Iron Man match. Like, he's, like, sweaty. Like, he's been working his vo- his voice so is ho- His voice is hoarse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just working it. You know, like, he wanted to rest, but he, obviously, you know, there were some breadcrumbs there, and he just <laughs> went on the trail. And, like... And then for Abe to wake up the moment Sludge like looks haggard and just gets that death blow. That's like so <laughs> that is such a fucking funny visual to me. Oh uh, I love that. And, that's, and that's hold on. Accurate. The other thing that that Sludge that you were saying about the at what point, you know, she should have or could have worked that in. There is such thing as too soon and then there there there's um too late. obviously in this case, way too late. You yeah, know, it's, it's like, your it, honestly, Ryan. It's your duty as as a good looking girl. If a nice guy like Sludge spends two and a half hours talking to you, you need to at least make him aware. Now, sometimes you know maybe he just wants to have the conversation, but at least do him that favor. Now, if you're if you're like there at a party and you plan on cheating on your husband, then Sludge doesn't need to know what the deal is. But if you're a faithful woman, it's your duty at some point within the first fifteen to twenty minutes to at least make him aware that you have a husband. I, I guarantee this, unequivocally. The minute she would have mentioned husband or boyfriend, I would have put my earbuds in and went to sleep. <laughs> you, would have been, you would have been napping on Abe's shoulder. Yeah, I would, I would have went like, oh, that's cool that they're meeting up with Jeff. And he hasn't seen <laughs> in a while. Uh, and I'd go like, oh, oh i go, ooh, ooh. Uh, well, well uh, <laughs> I'm going to here for a second because i got to meet my, uh, my, I don't know, somebody. I, I, and, and Sludge, you know, you know the way when you're talking to a girl or something, like the conversation where you're keeping it going. Like at any point, you probably could have went to sleep during that conversation, but you purposely kept it going for two and a half hours. Like when, like at, at some point in any conversation, it trails off. So you could have put your earbuds in at any point during that conversation. So if she would have mentioned Jeff, you immediately could have got out of that conversation, like you said. So it, it's yeah, one of those conversations. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, and Ryan described it perfectly. I looked like, uh, you, you know, get, I, I looked that haggard. Like Doc sweating. Brown. Doc Brown from uh, Back to the Future when, when, when the thing yeah. blew up. <laughs> but I, I, was, I was literally fighting to come up with content for this girl to keep it going. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, you just kept it, like you kept it going just to keep it, like, trying to get it's, her. It's like a marathon. Like, you're thinking, like, all right, like, I know I got something left in the tank. Let me just, I got to, I, let me just get out one more interesting thing. Like, you're, you're ex- exerting everything you've got. Uh, I mean, I can't because the, the end is in sight. The, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. You feel like I put in this much effort. Let me just keep going. And, <laughs> oh, man. You know, I, I, I can't. I, I can't recall exactly if I brought up any kind of high school basketball glory stories, but I was almost there if I did, because yep. I, I was I was running out of material. My brain was shutting down, and like you just said, Ryan, perfectly. I, there's a light at the end of this tunnel because I put in this work, and I I deserve something out of this. Yeah. And apparently, I got what I deserve. You know, everyone has like their. <laughs> their- <laughs> 
a Navy SEAL husband waiting at the gate where she runs <laughs> and, like, these harps are playing and, you know, he takes the out of service. He starts making out with her. And then picture them being, yeah, and, like, they start, they start fucking right there. <laughs> <laughs> I picture, too, like, in uh, Dumb and Dumber, like, when um, she introduces uh, Lloyd to, to her husband, Bobby, and, you know, at the end, like, he's shaking his hand and he's like, Hi, Bobby. So nice to meet you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's like you guys get off the plane, and she's like, Jeff, I want you to meet somebody. This yeah. is Brian. He goes by Slug <laughs> on the radio, but he kept me company on the flight. I was so alone and scared before that, but he yeah. was really great. Hey, bro. He's thanks, like, oh, Brian, thanks for looking out for her. Yeah, thanks for looking out for my girl, man. And then he grabs her ass right in front of you. <laughs> And he he, and then, he he cuts off that conversation too. All right, uh, let, let's let, let's get rolling, babe. And then he like grabs. And, her then, ass. and then to make it worse, Abe goes, "God, I slept good. Did you get me free?" <laughs> oh, it wasn't even Ryan. It wasn't even that. It was a ball bus parade from Abe for about oh, five sure. minutes. It was yeah. a slaughtering. It was a. That's just perfectly so. I didn't even try to fight it. I took it. It was a slaughtering of ball busting, and I took it. Back. I took it uh, like a man. I heard Sludge's, I Sludge's greatest hits of stories he told her in that two and a half hours. Anything he could think of. All his best stories he wasted on her on that plane ride. Like th- That would have been like 10 dates worth of material for Sludge. He hit her with everything. And then it's yeah, still at the end. Oh, uh, I can't wait till my Navy SEAL boyfriend puts me on all fours in about 15 minutes. <laughs> She's like, nothing's better than that first, uh, those first uh, sex sessions after uh, he's been gone for a few months. He really gives it to me hard. Oh, Sludge, by the yeah. way, have fun with your buddy Abe who's snoring over there. <laughs> yeah, that, my, my content during that two-hour conversation was my friend comes alive. That's, that's what that was, <laughs> sir. And, and I was never to be heard from again after that. You know what's funny? Speaking of cheating on... Uh, on your wife. Well, it's too bad she didn't cheat on her husband, but I know a guy who's currently cheating on his wife, right? And he was giving me shit because I didn't give anything up for Lent. He's giving up five guys burgers. Okay? <laughs> now, dude, you're cheating on your wife. <laughs> like you, you that's take, don't worry about not eat like how and, and by the way, how often do you eat Lent is forty days. So how many times in that forty days would you have five guys burgers? Three times max? <laughs> like that, that, right. that's what he told me he's giving up five guys he that's what he said and i'm all for religion all three of us grew up uh you know in christian households i was an mm-hmm. altar boy i went to a catholic high school i know sludge still goes to church ryan's had religion he's gone to church whatever i don't care what i lent is cool if you if you give something up whatever but if you're cheating on your wife, shouldn't, shouldn't, shouldn't you work on that first? And, and then once you start cheating on your wife, you've lost the right to give someone shit for not like giving up Dr. Pepper or Snickers bars or whatever people give up for Lent. Oh, yeah, bro, I'm not going to go to Five Guys. Oh, okay, so you're, you're giving up three. So, But you could still go to like Smash Burger. You could still go to 100 different <laughs> burger places. Oh, yeah, yeah, just Five Guys. It's my favorite. Is, am I the one who thinks there's something wrong with this? No, but but uh, it's also not. It's, it's not like um, I think that's just generally what religion. It it doesn't need to be Lent for that exception to be made. I mean that that happens year round. Like, well, I'm going to go to church on Sunday and make everything better. I, uh, you know, I I know I had two huge coke binges this week, and uh, <laughs> I banged um, you know my buddy's wife on his bed, uh, but. 
whatever. I, I, you know, I just go and throw a Hail Mary out there and make it. I mean, that, that happens all the That's what a lot of organized religion is. Yeah. It's, the, it's just a, a crutch to eliminate the guilt. Yeah, I just find Lent, what, like, people give up, like, oh, I'm giving up Olive Garden for Lent, or I'm giving up, oh, I really love uh, eating chocolate-covered almonds. Like, what? Like, what's it? Like, if there's a God, does he really care about it? Like, oh, my son, uh, Ryan, has given up chocolate-covered almonds for me, and he's doing it for an entire 40 days. No, but, but hey, that's the point. You, it's, it's, um, you're thinking about it more than the, per- like, the person just, they use that so they don't have to have this thought. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it, it, like about them so being an it, asshole. Like it, instead of yeah, instead of giving yeah, yeah, up yeah. chocolate it, almonds for Lent, you should give up being an asshole, right? Yeah. Isn't that what everyone should just do? Everyone right. for Lent should be forced to not be an asshole for forty days. That would be yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. But do you think do you think every asshole knows they're an asshole? Mm, probably not. But I, a I lot mean, of them deep do. Down, somebody knows that what they're doing is wrong, but like they don't like. They don't want to stop doing it, so they kind of just divert their own mind to go, well, I know I probably shouldn't be banging Melissa anymore, but um, <laughs> my real weakness is five guys. Yeah, that's good. I'll give up burgers. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I'm not going to deny that because just the same, the whole iPhone Apple Store story I told at the beginning, I left there, and I wasn't even hungry, but there's a five guys right near it, and I walk to work. I don't drive in the city here in Philly very much, I, and I go... My chances of being this close to a Five Guys anytime soon is remote. So I went in and got a bacon cheeseburger with mayo, like I know Abe Bruce with that, and raw nice. onions. I got, the, I got the large fries, the Coke and everything. I wasn't even hungry, but I ate it because of odds of being near one again soon was remote. Yep. But I'm with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, do you guys don't give stuff up for Lent, right? No, I, I didn't. Yeah. I don't. I, I just think I, I, I think if you want to be if you want to be a good like you know you know who's giving up for Lent? I swear to God, base who's Jewish. What? Yeah, it was. I wish we could get him on. Ryan, call base. What's call, he giving up? For, no, 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 no. I'm not gonna call base. I, no, <laughs> he's no, with his wife. It's not he, that he couldn't come on today because because uh, what it's his wife's birthday. But um, or his wife's birthday was like three weeks ago, but they're celebrating it today. Whatever the deal is, um, but <laughs> three weeks? No, it's like it was like on Thursday or something. Um, oh, but he goes, he sends me a text, and he goes, "Hey, uh, I'm giving up meat on Fridays for Lent." I'm like, "Base, you're Jewish." I know, but I figured I'd try. I'm like, "Well, base, if you're just trying it, why don't you start? Why don't you do it for sixty five days?" Or why don't you do it for like third? Why does it have to be exactly the forty days of Lent? Well, you know, I'm like, man, your son's already Catholic. Like, you know, you brought your your son is going to be raised Catholic because his wife's Catholic. So I said, base your mother. Like, base's parents were like worked in is it synagogues? If you're Jewish, right? Yeah, in synagogues. Yeah, they worked in synagogues. So you would think he would at least because he's not a religious guy at all. So it's just interesting that of all people, base is giving up something for Lent. He just wants to be able to post something on social media about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right, Sludge. I think that's what it comes down to. Yep, giving up peanut M and M's this he year. He doesn't want to be left out, and I, I'm not, I, and, and I mean that with all respect, of course. You know what? Honestly, I think you're right, Sludge, because he always told me that when he, you know, like when I was a little kid, I'd have Santa Claus come, I'd get gifts, and he said, as a Jewish kid, he always felt bad that all these other kids were getting gifts, and he was getting like. 
oh, here's a dreidel and here's like matzah and like, like, just like whatever they get. So maybe you're right, Sludge. Maybe he just wants to be part of it because bass is big into being involved. Like he, like here's a good example. We were at Sam's house for a Royal Rumble party. Now, me, Sam, Ryan, and Danny Gaga are the only people I know on this earth who still watch wrestling, okay? So we get together like two or three times a year to watch like WrestleMania and the Royal Rumble and maybe SummerSlam or something. So Bass was all mad that we didn't invite him. Like, what? I'm like, Bass, if you were like, Bass sometimes used to like lay with like baby animals. Like he'd lay on the floor with a baby lion. Or Remember that, Ryan? Yeah, if you yeah, invite, he does it every, every. He does it like twice a year. If he ever invited me to that, I would just say no, and he wouldn't even have to right. ask me because it's just known that I don't like putting my head up a baby tiger's ass or whatever he does. Mm-hmm. So if wow. I'm if I'm <laughs> so like if I'm having a wrestling party, I wouldn't invite Sludge because he doesn't watch wrestling. Now, if I was having a UFC party, I'd invite Sludge, but I probably wouldn't invite Ryan because Ryan doesn't watch UFC. Right. So, well, yeah, I mean, I, no, I, mean, I, I, I would, I would come to the wrestling party to enjoy some camaraderie, and, and I would, I would hope Ryan would come to the UFC party. Maybe he would. Uh, actually, I, no, I would. Of, I mean, I'm, I, these, I, yes. These are certainly a lot of events that are going on that I'm missing all of these, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the point is, you, I, I think, I think you're right, Soldier. I think he just wants to fit in. Let, let me ask you guys this. Now, I was at the gym the other day, and I was, che- I, I, I was checking someone out who was wearing these. T- skin tight black spandex pants and long hair and then i realized i was in the men's locker room and i look up and he had a face like chad kroger i swear to god I thought, I thought it was a woman i swear to god and i'm like oh wait i'm in the men's locker room and, and his face looked just like chad kroger so i was checking out a guy who looked like he had like a, a female body i swear to god he was wearing black I, spandex pants and he had long hair. It looked like a woman. I swear it looked like a woman. And I was looking and then I'm like, oh, wait, I'm in the men's locker room right now. I swear to God. So this is the second time, though. It's important to know that this is the second time in less than one month that this has happened and that Abe's admitted it. Um, he was watching the Super Bowl. Second were- time in the men's locker room? No, 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 no. He was watching the Super Bowl, and like coming back from break, they were showing, or going to oh, yeah. break, whatever. <laughs> they, they were showing, um, they were showing a, a, like a wide shot of like a, a celebrity, or like a, a suite, a skybox, right? No, no, no. And- it was, no, no. It was just showing pictures of like Seattle Seahawks fans and New England Patriots fans. So there were oh, like okay. small pictures where you couldn't like see them, but I just right. saw and- like an older woman with like, uh, like her ass was out. She's wearing like a belly shirt and long hair. And then, yeah. like, uh, it came on the screen. It said Steven Tyler Aerosmith. <laughs> and and this and prior to the graphic being shown, it was like, oh, that's that that lady has a nice ass. Like that lady's in good shape. She looks good. And then the graphic comes: Steven Tyler Aerosmith. So. <laughs> Where he got though? This guy in the locker room. I thought it was a woman, and then I'm like, "Oh wait, I'm in the men's locker room." And then it was Chad Kroger's face. Now, has this ever happened in your life before this, or is this a, is this a new trend? Is what I'm trying to get at. No, no, it's, I'm sure it's happened before. Like when you know, but the, it just it just so happens that it happened twice in the same month. <laughs> I don't are even you know. concerned when you're alone? Are you concerned about it? Oh, no, no, no. I just thought it was funny that, you know, I didn't even realize I was in the men's locker room. 
and it was it looked like a woman, and then I'm like, oh fuck, it's Chad Kroger. <laughs> did, he, did he catch you like you know creeping? Or? No, no, I wasn't like. I mean, it's not even anything that was that great. I'm just saying I saw something that looked like a woman, and yeah, then I'm like, you. oh wait, I'm in the men's locker room, and then Chad right. Kroger turned around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you. Well, I, don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Well, but I mean, if you looked at it long enough, you were creeping a little bit. I don't think you just looked at it, glanced, and thought it was a nice ass. I mean, you must have been looking long enough. If you thought it was a nice ass, and he was turned the other way, you must have gave it a, a decent look. Well, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I did. I'm like, what is that? What's going on here? And then I'm like, oh wait. <laughs> What is that? What's going on here? Yeah. Oh, what's the deal? You know, and, and, and speaking of gyms, you do you go to the gym anymore, Ryan? No. But you went for a while. And you, you remember yeah, when, yeah. You, when you'd be working out and you'd start smelling yourself? Or I mean, I don't smell when I work out. I just don't. I, I don't know if you guys do, but I just don't. So sometimes I'll be working out and I'm like, what the fuck? Do I smell? And then you realize that someone's sitting next to you. And it really pisses me off because number one... Fuck you for smelling. And number two, for making me self-conscious thinking I smell. So, like, if you smell at the gym, just don't go to the gym, right? Like, shouldn't shouldn't there be rules on that where they, like, give you, like, a smell test or something like that? Um, no. <laughs> you think it should be allowed to just smell disgusting? Uh, I mean, well, what, what do you want to do before you get the membership? There's, like, a, a test room. With treadmills in it, and then everybody's got to go get on that for an hour, and then somebody goes by and smells, smells them individually. Like they take them, like they, <laughs> then they take them, like, like in Shawshank when they walk in one by one. Yeah, you should be sprayed with that powder when you walk in. They throw in. that powder on them. <laughs> so if they smell, they throw that powder on them. They go, Pfft. and then they have to walk naked carrying their clothes out of the gym, and they can never come back again because they smelled one? Yeah, because, you know, at some point, you have to have hygiene. And it reminds me in eighth grade, I remember, I think I've told this story before, where they gave all the all the boys, only the boys, they passed out bars of deodorant to all the boys because this kid smelled. And everyone knew it was this one kid. And you can't go up to that one kid and say, hey, you smell like shit, we're deodorant. So instead, they publicly embarrass all the boys and give us all deodorant. And then all the girls are like, ha, 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 losers. That's why we're all banging all the seventh graders, because you guys are a bunch of losers. Abe, Abe, I understand what you're saying, but but you're at the gym. I mean, it's not like you're sitting on, on the bus or on the L or... No, Ryan, uh, wait, 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 no, no, you got me wrong, though. I'm not saying that you can't end up smelling. I'm saying you can't walk in smelling. But you're at the gym. Abe, my point is this. It doesn't matter how you arrive or how you leave. When you go into a gym, there is not the expectation that everyone is going to smell good. You go into a gym expecting uh, that it's going to stink, either like rubber, like the mats <laughs> on the floor, or like or BO. It just stinks. The gym, it, you walk into the gym expecting not to smell pleasant things. Yeah, but that's I'm it, just saying just it. it doesn't help though when you everyone walks in already smelling. Like I always I shower before I go to the gym. Cuz I want to be at clean full like at maximum hotness like I told you guys before. You're in the minority though. And and it, I would I would say yeah, there should be if you're going to work and you come smelling like that yeah, then you need to talking to. You're going for an hour, hour and a half to sweat. I mean, it's unrealistic and unreasonable to have an expectation 
of of like peak hotness at the gym. <laughs> it just is, and I think if that's where. When earlier, you asked, "Do you know anyone as good as uh, that's like an observationalist like me? Am I not good at that?" You are, but this is an example of when you take it way too far. Shouldn't we uh, ban people from smelling gym? <laughs> no, no, we shouldn't. That's silly. Well, so like I'm torn because. Not that I, I actually haven't uh, run into people that smell too much like you are. Maybe, maybe it's you and you don't know it, but that might not be the case because you do shower before you go to the gym. But I guess I wouldn't be opposed if there wasn't, I don't know, two separate areas, one for the smelly people that they <laughs> And then one for people. Now, it would, it would start to segregate classes then and people would look down on the smelly people, I think. And no one who smells would even go into that section because they'd be like, I don't but, smell. But this is the case. See, like, this would be like one less thing to worry about. Like it almost, you know, with, with having to worry, okay, there's the smelly people and here's the non-smelly. However, taking it back to, you know, maybe hooking up, that maybe if you were a non-smelly person and you look into the smelly room and there's some hot, hot, like one hot chick who's she's a little vulnerable because she knows she's smelly, ah. that's, your, that's your move. Is to go into break the smelly room to work out with her and make her feel better about herself. Because hmm. she's a little smelly when she works out doesn't mean we can't have relations. Interesting thought, Ryan. <laughs> no, no, I, I get it. But I also, I, you know, the, the, what you're proposing is, Abe, like you would make a very, very, very good dictator. <laughs> um, and I hope that you're never in a position of power because what you're proposing is is like, you know, it's straight up out of Nazi Germany. Show me your papers. <laughs> Show me your armpits. Well, I can even add to that. This, this is why, of course, it would never happen. There's the smelly side of the gym and the non-smelly. There was the, the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit issue that just came out. They put a plus-size model in there. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. yeah. And... Everybody was outraged because she wasn't fat enough. Like, that, that was the big issue with it, that she wasn't plus size enough. Like, they wanted precious in there, right? Like, someone that's really overweight? Well, the chick was really hot, and she was just, you know, she's plus size, whatever you want to say. I'm sorry I used the word fat. Now I'll probably get some hate text because I used the word fat. I'm sorry <laughs> for fat and summer fat. She had curves, but not enough curves. She was big, though. She wasn't, like, she wasn't just a voluptuous yeah. chick. I mean, she was big. Yeah. But, but whatever, she makes millions being a plus-size model. But all these other people go, yeah, it's so time we do that, but uh, she's not really that big. Uh, she needs to be bigger. Okay, uh, that's an argument. So how would you ever get away with the smelly side of the gym? <laughs> <laughs> people smell. I don't know how you sell that in today's overly political, correct world. Yes. I, don't, I don't know. Maybe, it was like, maybe right after Blazing Saddles came out in 1972, maybe you could have made a smelly gym. And because people yep. were at least more tolerant to, to not, uh, uh, not political correctness. And at what point do you tell them that they're going over to the smelly side? Like, is it once they, like, leave the locker room and they're ready to work out, do they get smelled there, or do they get smelled when they walk in the door? Like, how does that work? Well, it would have to be, it couldn't be a human, because it would have to be done. Oh, like a machine or something. Like, run a test strip under their arm to analyze like, <laughs> you know, something. Like the quality of what they're they're putting out, um, but I think the solution to something like this, uh, if it ever got to the to the point of actually taking this to Shark Tank, Abe, 
would be... <laughs> I'm not taking this one. This is Sludge's idea. The <laughs> person who has issues with smelly people at the gym need to save their money and buy an elliptical machine and some weights and work out at home. Because it, that's the fix. It's not fixing everyone else. It's fixing yourself. Well, it's, you know what? I mean, if, if, all right, you're that sensitive, you want to be an asshole, okay, then don't come here. Work out at home. But it would help for someone to not smell like shit when they walk in. You know what I mean? Like yes, they, it would. But you can't fix everything. It, it, it would help. Yes, it would fucking help. I want to fix if, you. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, of course it would help. But, <laughs> but you can't go through. You, can't, you have to, like, make some concessions in life, babe. No, there's a little. I'm looking outside the window. There's a baby bird sitting out here. That's interesting. Um <laughs> All right. <laughs> Last thing, guys, and this is this is the main reason I swear to God, there's a baby bird walking by. Um, I wonder if he's alone. I should go find out. Oh, there's another one. Is there a nest right? Th- I'm gonna have to check this out after. I have something to do now after this podcast. Originally, I was just gonna lay on my stomach the rest of the day. Um, Instead, you're, you're just discovered that there are living things outside of your house. <laughs> this is honestly, we are witnessing Abe's like genesis of a human being. Like there are like there are other things other than me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when adam and eve saw the snake for the first time and oh there's a snake oh eat this apple um last thing i'm almost positive that sludge and i are the last two people who watch the real world challenge do you watch that show ryan no <laughs> of course not. i didn't know the real world was on I haven't said or heard anyone say the word real world. Well, no, no, it's the challenge. Like, where they... Okay, oh, oh, in that case, yeah, no, that's a hot... (laughs) No, No, I don't. I'm sorry. But Sludge and I are always texting about, like, because we we each like certain girls on there. Like, oh, Avery's the hottest. And then I'm like, no, Nani's the hottest. But if you really think about it, Sludge, it is a pathetic conversation that we have about that show. Like, we're both by ourselves laying there watching it, like talking about oh avery sh- we think avery's the hottest like it's like we're ever gonna like hook up with avery well and the the real thing is that in the middle of it and the texting was going on i don't feel bad about what we're doing <laughs> <laughs> now of course with now that you told somebody like now ryan and, and of course the thousands of them listen to this podcast now i feel like i have to defend myself in some way to watching mtv real world challenge like putting hashtag guilty pleasure <laughs> but it, it, it's a great show. It, it, first off, the chicks are hot. The dudes are all whited out or whatever. Yeah. The, the challenges are incredible. So there's Ryan. There is some substance to this show. It's not like the real world where they fight about like you know the toothpaste cap being off and it becomes blood and then crying and then they talk about one of the girls might mention her uncle that hugged her too long when she was a kid and that's why she gets angry so much. <laughs> this show actually. This show actually. This one actually has some substance with what they do. It's like X Games, like it's entertaining. And then there are a bunch of hot chicks, and it's funny to watch the doofuses that try to hook up with them. And somehow I pretend that I sometimes I pretend that I was on the show. Could you imagine Sludge? Like, there's a guy named Zach who looks like Thor. He walks in with no shirt on. Sludge also has no shirt on with just the boxer briefs. Like, could you just imagine how that would go down? Sludge trying to get laid in the real world house. Did like, you ever go imagine that that you were ever on the real world? Like, like when it was cool, well, when it was somewhat cool in the 90s, like, did you ever imagine that you were, you were on that show? Like, do you have any visions of that? I never did, but I, I assume you did by you bringing it up. 
No, I did. I thought, I, I don't know, like those weird like, little faces. Like, well, if I was in the show, I'd be doing this. I don't think I was awesome and all that. Would you be the guy, though, who just, like, tries to get laid because you have the camera with you? Like, you you obviously wouldn't get laid in the house because there'd be, like, all these, like, jacked-up roid guys in there with you. So you'd have to go outside the house and just any real-world groupies that those guys decided not to bang, you would you would take them. Yeah, I would, I would try to figure out, like, my character. Like, would I be brooding? Would I be the guy that the girls always come up to me like, you know, what's wrong, Brian? Why are you not <laughs> understand? You wouldn't. You wouldn't understand. I don't want to get into it. I just don't, I don't want to bring everybody down. Stories that I had some, like that I had some kind of past that may be dark and mysterious. <laughs> and then kind of the edge of the show, and then all of a sudden, like I would get all these people on, you know, Twitter saying to me stuff like, you know, hang in there, Brian. I, I, I've been through what you've been through, <laughs> but I was been through stuff yeah. like that. But just, I got to just leave this whole like character life. Uh, but that, that, would, that would be my that, that's my role that's what I would do and Sludge too you probably would actually uh, get laid in the house by one of the girls who like banged two of the steroid guys and then by the end of the season she realized that you're the only nice guy in the house so you'd probably hook up with her on like the third to last day before you're leaving and then never talk to her again after that well, but, or because I've set this thing in the play with this dark and mysterious past which is kind of those, uh, that's kind of what I did with the girl on the airplane she got much better maybe she'll husband at the end I don't remember the dark Past I have that I didn't really have. Wouldn't it be funny too? Like, every, you know, everyone has like their girlfriend come or they have a friend come. Like, you have me come as your friend. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait till my buddy Abe gets here. And then you have a picture of you and I like on your desk. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. I roll in. Let's party. That's what I don't understand about like uh, I guess one year old punk today or whatever. But like, I would never hug you. Like, if you came to the door, like, and like, Abe's here. Abe. <laughs> like, just like just like Ryan said that like we don't like our relationship is intact if we could go six years if I saw Ryan I would just go oh, Ryan what's up man goes, yeah what's up a, hand, a firm handshake and that's it I did I wouldn't I would maybe I, I don't know fist bump maybe but I, it's not like I'm coming up there going oh I can't wait to embrace sludge <laughs> <laughs> you know if he didn't if he just opened the door to his uh, to his place and I walked in. I wouldn't be then spending the rest of the afternoon going like, what, no hug? <laughs> yeah, no. I, I just don't hug or handshake or do anything with anyone. Like, I mean, we, we talked about this a few weeks ago, Ryan, like just like the guys who always kiss women on the lips or on the cheek or they have to hug them. Like, I don't hug people just in general. Yeah. So why do I have to do it with a stranger that or someone I work with and I see them every day? Tansy, where's my hug? That's the most awkward thing when you meet somebody, a girl. I mean, to give like, and they when you they go in for the hug, and you can't tell if you should kiss on the cheek, like the, the cheek kiss, hello, you know that thing. Yeah. And they turn if they turn and you don't, you feel like an asshole. And then if you do go in, and then they, it's not what they wanted, you can tell they did. Then that's then you're you're an asshole either way. Yeah, it, it, I it, never do that. I've never kissed anyone on the cheek ever. I let people kiss me on the even relatives. You'll never find me. I've never in my life kissed anyone on the cheek ever. <laughs> like any relative, they do it to me. I just go in close enough and let them do what they have to do. Sure. <laughs> and that's it. I don't. It's like stupid. When a, dog, when a dog like decides to submit and let the other dog sniff their ass, like, all right, I'm just gonna stand. Away. <laughs> Get this over with. Here I am. All right. Yeah. You're right, Ryan. You just you kind of like submit. You stand there. Yeah. Let them 
do what they need to do for for that uh, interaction, and then you're, and then I'm out. But I'll you'll never find me kissing anyone on the cheek. Right. Family members, I'm talking about everyone. So there's no reason for me to ever kiss anyone on the cheek that I work with. Oh, Bridget, where have you been all my life? She doesn't want that. No. You like introduce to some girl like she's actually attractive, and you want to be like that dude that kisses girls on the cheek. Go in, and then it's the worst thing. Like I said, if you go in and she didn't want that, then you're you're just like screwed. That that, that will ruin my day. That ruins my day. Then after that, I don't care what happens after that. If that happens, I'm like. God, I was an asshole just about an hour ago. Then you're like E from Entourage. I feel like E from Entourage used to kiss everyone on the cheek, every girl. Oh, hey, Sloane. He hasn't seen her in three months. Hey, this girl, that girl. You don't want to be E from... You don't want to be E. You want to be Vinny from Entourage. Right. And that's the final thought. We'll leave, we'll leave everyone on. You do not want to be E from Entourage. Watch some episodes of Entourage, the way he kisses every girl on the cheek. You don't want to be that guy. I want Actually, I want girls to start calling people out for doing that. If you're a girl... And a guy kisses you on the cheek, you need to say, whoa, what was, why? Just say why, and maybe he'll stop doing it. Hey, uh, before we go, I would like to end, uh, hey, Abe, that's a very good thought. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would like to end by asking Sludge if the, uh, the elevator woman's name begins with the letter L or the letter C. You know, honestly, I can't remember, so I have to look at my phone. When we're done here, I'll send you. I'll send you three photos, and uh, I want you to tell because there's a third person, but I don't think it's her. There's a third person that I found uh, that might be her. I have three ladies. When we're when we're here, do this, do this. I'll bleep it right now so that Sludge doesn't give away her identity. Read read to Sludge the name of the company and the girl's name. And Sludge, don't worry, I'll bleep it out. Well, I I believe that that this young lady works at the Philadelphia. Yes. Okay, and her name is either. How did you find that? Holy shit! Yep. Wait, Ryan, hang on. Holy crap, Ryan. Yeah. That's unbelievable. This should be the lesson right now to anybody that owns a business card. You don't need And that is why you don't need business cards. Yes, and we'll wrap it up. No, Ryan, honestly, how did you do that? Uh, I mean, it it was simple. It took me probably less than seven minutes, and I I don't... I, I went into that with no information. I didn't even know the name of the station Sludge for. How did you find it? <clears throat> I, here's my path. I, you had to have known at least the company Sludge worked for or something. No, 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 no. I didn't. And here's here, I'll walk you through my exact path. I googled Sludge Radio Philadelphia. Uh, I saw WIP, CBS right. Sports. So I, I googled CBS Sports Radio Philadelphia. Address. Uh, like, or. So then I googled every... 10th floor, 11th floor, <laughs> and I got the only companies on those floors, went to those websites, none of them had photos, uh, except this one, this was the only one with, like, employee photos on it, there were three uh, rather attractive, cute young women who sort of looked similar in these small pictures, and that gave me the three options. <laughs> Dude, that is fun. <laughs> You should work for the CIA. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's, it's easy. I told you, I told you earlier, I was like, when we hang up, I'll, I'll send it to you. <laughs> Do that while having our, our conversation. It was that easy. Wow. That, bravo. Thank this, you. This, is, this, this also shows just how motivated men can be 
when they're thirsty. That's true. And Ryan wasn't even thirsty. And Ryan's not thirsty. I was thirsty. But he used his thirsty DNA that he channeled. He got that out. Maybe Sludge, update us on the second date. Like what? Now that Ryan's found her, why don't you contact her and see if she wants to meet up tomorrow or something? <laughs> or are you scared? Well, I figured she put me on deck. She made it clear. Oh, I already emailed her. her. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you already know the kind of girl she is, so you should just say, "Hey, I saw you in the elevator," because you know she's. Sludge, did you send her a picture no. after you were in the elevator with her? I sent her an email and said, hey, um, my buddy Brian said that he met you in the elevator and <laughs> said that uh, you're a real swell gal. I hope to ride the elevator with you someday. Um, <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, you should call Brian. He said he um, had such a nice time with you getting coffee and that your boyfriend's a fag. <laughs> Yeah, Sludge, I, really, I think I helped you out. Well, uh, great. Thanks for continuing the story. No problem. Uh, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Uh, there's not much else we can say after that. Ryan just, like, amazed me one more time. He never ceases <laughs> to amaze me. Uh, Sludge, if people... Now, Sludge is on WIP in Philadelphia, if you want to hear him. what? what so you're on what? Like, just usually, what, at 10? Or is it 7 now? Well, it's just, it's just nice with, with baseball season. We, you know, coming up to I'll get bumped a lot with those games. So it's kind of, he's got to kind of, I'm all over the place at night shows and fillers and stuff like that. And if, if people want to find you, what's the best way? Because I'm sure after this, everyone's going to want to find you. Sure. <laughs> An elevator somewhere. Um, it's at Brian J. Haddad, B R I A N J H A D D A D, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And then. Uh, Ryan's at Ryan Mano and we'll, uh, so yeah, so by the way, this is the Tuesday podcast. We're just doing it a few days early on Saturday. So don't send me like messages. Hey, douchebag. Where's the Tuesday show? Where the fuck's my show? Oh, your picture. Everybody that contacts you sounding like Andrew. <laughs> That's what I automatically think when someone talks shit. Hey, asshole. Why don't you get off your fat ass and record a podcast? <laughs> oh, oh, all right, fellas. I'll talk to you guys All later. Right. Well, wait, no, wait. I'll talk to you guys later, but you won't talk to each other later. There you go. Sludge, I'll talk to you in a year, bud. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see ya. Later, guys. Merry Christmas. Later.